0: you can see the little waveforms up there perfect all right we're rolling audio has been synced um i would i would like to start this episode off with a land acknowledgement uh because i think it's important to acknowledge the mm-hmm. land that we're on mm-hmm. uh, this is the territory of the musqueam Sleigh with tooth and uh, squamish first nations uh, and yeah i don't know we are here so mm-hmm. this, is, this is good to be be conscious of where we came from so For sure Today, I have a, a, a lovely guest, my dear friend, Evan. Hey. I have known Evan for um, really so long, Part I think.
1: 15, <laughs> six, what the? <laughs> <laughs> kindergarten, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, since kindergarten.
0: So I've, I've, I've been to Evan's spots all along in, in their little east side corner of this planet. And yeah. uh, uh, I've, I've known him for a long time. Surprisingly, we can still bear each other. No, I'm joking. But um,
1: yeah, speak for yourself.
0: <laughs> but it's 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 been fantastic, and uh, I'm 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 happy to welcome you on onto my onto my little show I'm doing.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I mean, this is really crazy. I love the what you're doing here. It's really cool with people you're bringing on. It's yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: It's a little bit of silliness. Um, oh, I, I have some questions written down for you that I prepared, and I gotta find them. All right, I won't look. I mean, you you're, you can you can you can try. I don't I don't know if you can read my yeah. handwriting. It's a bit of a challenge sometimes. Um, but yeah, I, I guess um, I'd i I'd, I'd love to get in, into a little bit about where where we started off, where you started off, um, because I'm sure if you've watched any number of my episodes now, you know I like I like getting to know how people got to where they are now. Yeah. Um, so before we go into where you are now too much, I'm curious as to what you perceived little Evan to be like like what were your experiences here I know you moved around a little bit yeah
1: definitely moved around
0: a bit and uh, I'm, I'm curious as to how you've kind of shifted through that to become where you are
1: for sure I mean so I grew up when I was really young I was born in the west end so by kind of Davie Street around English Bay Area um, but when I was just like five we moved to East Van which is why I met you and all the other guys, everyone else at elementary school. Um, And then sort of towards the last year, last, yeah, last year of elementary school, my parents were looking at moving out to um, kind of being able to pay off our mortgage and move out to somewhere that would kind of give us a different experience than living in the city. And so we actually moved out to Bowen Island, which is, it's an interesting spot there, because it's not like Vancouver Island, where Vancouver Island is very distant from Vancouver itself. It's like a separate city, essentially, or like a separate area than the greater Vancouver area. But Bowen Island, in a way, is a lot like a suburb of West Vancouver, where which is already suburbs itself, because it's only a 20-minute ferry ride out there. So yep. it's an interesting spot to be in to live there where like you have the somewhat isolated community but you also have a decent closeness to like urban areas and i could still it, it was still like a couple hours to go see you guys which is not the worst thing ever all things considering, yeah, but
0: it's definitely quite a commute. You gotta oh, a, for sure, a boat and a bus and a train and another bus and suddenly it's a, it's yeah, I to mean, go.
1: my high school was in West Vancouver, so every morning it was like get up at 6 a.m. and get a bus and take a ferry and then get another bus. I think um, I spent three hours a day commuting for five years of high school.
0: That's all. So uh,
1: I don't even want to think about how much time that was. At least, at least you got a lot
0: of time to uh, listen to music that's what i did i, I always I did. enjoy for commuting but <laughs> it's a lot of time spent sitting yeah. around unfortunately and I, w- I would love to touch on bowen more in a little bit yeah for sure um but I'm, I'm quite curious as to um what you're up to now like i know you're a student and um you, you got some aspirations certainly i've talked yeah. to you about A few different things, which I'd love to get into, but um, I guess, what are you like studying and what are you trying to use that to go forwards with?
1: For sure. So right now I'm studying up at Simon Fraser University. I'm actually living up on residence there, which is kind of a nice experience being actually local to something for once. (laughs) Um, But I'm studying computer science and I'm taking a minor in math. And I originally was going to do, in high school, I was thinking of doing like a math major, but... It's like, oh, you can't get a job, whatever. And so, I did computing science, which is just as good. And I'm happy I did, because getting into like the upper level math courses is it's pretty, <laughs> it's wild stuff. It's definitely something to else from um, like high school and calculus and all that.
0: Yeah, it gets pretty abstract, right?
1: <clears throat> yeah, very abstract. So I'm glad that um I'm focusing in on computer science. It's really interesting, and there's a lot of opportunities around for um work later on which is going to be really cool again like, to explore that the kind of job space
0: yeah definitely i think there's a there's such a demand for technology um i'm just thinking back to a conversation we had a long time ago where you said you were thinking of being a teacher yeah um, that's it's
1: always something that has been i've been interested in like i love working with kids and i like for 3 years now I've done summer camps in the summer working with kids aged like 5 through 10 and it's a really incredible like rewarding experience it's a lot of fun and just being able to be like a positive influence on these kids growing up and just seeing like how they change and they grow has been it's such an incredible experience and I don't know it's something that's like really appealing for me in terms of um yeah like you said being a teacher or something I think is uh, all the like training you got to do and all that like I I have a friend who's um getting into teaching and it's just a lot of work and a lot of it seems like really frustrating and especially once you're already a teacher it's there's a lot of hurdles you got to get through like um I think the state of teaching in Canada's not so not so bad but I know especially like in the states being a teacher can be really rough
0: yeah yeah that's for sure and I mean um even here I know my mom tried to become a teacher I don't know if yeah. you knew that but she 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 worked at Kitsilano secondary school oh, okay as for her bachelor's in teaching and she hated it yeah I think the high school age in particular is a challenging one because they kind of stop being nice
1: for sure that uh. too, yeah. <laughs> luckily I haven't had to deal with that that age group um
0: But yeah, no, so it definitely depends on the age group. I could see doing very well as like a university professor working with like some really astute people, but I think there's something really soulful about being able to work with younger people and watching that like progression.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a a dilemma where like I really enjoy working with younger kids and being able to help guide them, but I also enjoy the topics of the like higher level topics, I would probably rather teach to like more interested students to like a university kind of thing. Yeah, which is cool because that that actually might be an opportunity in the future. Definitely, because I want to. You don't have to do as much teaching training to be a professor, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's just like you've kind of gone through the academic ringer, and at that point, you're ready to put other people through it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a cool thing, and I I think that you do have that like um ability to communicate well with people so i could i could certainly see you doing very well at that well
1: thank you oh no worries for real (laughs) that's that'd be a long way off either way so i mean for
0: sure there's so many opportunities going forwards who knows exactly you you might team up with like ivison and become some tech giants (laughs) or something (laughs) but um no it's 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 just uh uh, a lot of future prospects and i was i was curious about where you were on that uh right now Mm -hmm. um (laughs) <laughs> i'm a little curious about the university life because i think that there's a lot going on there yeah um and definitely a very big like parallel to your to your time on bowen um so yeah I'm, a big uh, big difference big difference big, yeah, big yeah, yeah, difference yeah. there <laughs> big difference so I'm, I'm curious kind of like what it's been for you recently like i know you just moved in with one of our mutual friends yeah um not too long ago you've been doing some courses um so where are you at in in your studies right now? like your undergraduate for computer science?
1: Yeah, so I'm in my third year. This is technically like starting my third year, although with for the past like two years or year and a half it's all been online and all out of order, everything's all messed up. so but right now, yeah, I'm starting my third year courses, which is the upper division of university. So you start to specialize more and you get more um, more freedom in what path you want to take with your courses, which is something really cool. It's how they do the comp Sci program at SFU where you can, there's all these different fields. So there's like AI software development, database systems. Um, there's a couple more, but it's kind of cool being able to really go deep into some of those topics where for the past two years, it's all just been really low level, like basic stuff, building up a, um, Uh, like benchmark of understanding
0: yeah like the base of knowledge you need to even be able to tackle those exactly (laughs) do you have any that you got your eyes on right now any of the higher level uh, courses yeah
1: so one i'm really excited is next semester i'm going to be taking the it's kind of just like intro to ai course yeah yeah and hopefully it's good the prof who teaches it this semester is apparently the worst oh. but it's a different person so <laughs> all, right, all right hopefully it's better but that's a topic that i'd be super interested in
0: yeah it's it's fascinating um to to learn about how people are using this kind of like neural ne- neural network or like neural learning. yeah neural networks computers. all
1: sorts of machine learning and then ai is like a whole different uh wheelhouse as well
0: yeah so this is something I asked John on in one of my previous episodes. Maybe I can figure out how to link it in a corner somewhere. Oh, yeah. That'd be well, wild. I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm curious as to, to your take on it. Um, do you Do you see like a big future in AI and do you see it going in more of like a sentient direction? Or do you see it more as like an underlying program as what's kind of going on right now?
1: Yeah. So like kind of sentient versus algorithmic. I might say I would kind of classify right now. There's so much algorithmic AI, like machine learning systems. That's what runs Google. That's what runs YouTube. Um, like all social media is managed mostly by these AI, um, which kind of sounds scary, but one thing that like, I think a lot of people don't realize right now is that our computing power is nothing close to like sentient AI. Like if you like in movies and stuff. Where you have like the Terminator who's some android who like can think like a person. That's not even close. And it's kind of um the way I like to think about it is if you look at the human brain, it really is just a connection of neurons. It's its own sort of neural network. Yeah. But it's massively complicated. It's so much larger in scale than anything we can create right now by like magnitudes and magnitudes. Um, which is kind of a crude way of looking at it, but it's we'll have to see when um. The, our technology catches up, if we end up making sentient AI or, if we just let the alg make more algorithms that run everything really well.
0: Yeah, and I mean, um, I guess it ultimately boils down to like the problem of consciousness, which is that yeah. if you make a computer smart enough or able to process enough information or whatever the. The prerequisite might be like, would it be a conscious being? Yeah, and that's, that's a hard. A, I don't. Know. I don't. I don't think we're gonna answer here. That's a Star Trek question. <laughs> that's I definitely think. a Star Trek question. We need a. Uh, God, I don't know any Star Trek characters. I don't Captain really be, call on yeah. someone. <laughs> I don't
1: really know any Star Trek characters either. I know one of them's a an android. I think.
0: Android man. Um, I don't know.
1: But yeah, that's a super interesting topic.
0: Yeah, it's wild. And uh, it's good that we got minds like yours to try and piece it apart in the future. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, uh,
1: Hopefully uh, don't uh, create a Skynet situation <laughs> and just destroy the Earth.
0: <laughs> that would be a pretty unfortunate outcome, I think. Yeah. yeah. It could, 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 could be better. could be better. Um, I, I, I want to take a bit of a detour now. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would love to talk a little bit about music. I know we've been doing a bit of musical musings. Mm. And, um, I will try and edit one of those in at the end. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I'm, I'm curious if you have anything that's been inspiring you recently and, um, kind of like what's, what's been going on in your musical world. Have you been like practicing? Do you have anything you're, you're writing or like excited about?
1: Hmm. Yeah. I haven't been kind of writing as much as I want to right now. I've been pretty busy, but I have been trying to listen to a lot of different stuff a lot of it right now is kind of alt rock, experimental rock kind of stuff. So, I mean, of course you showed me, or er, Polygon Duana Land, amazing album. Um, but also, I mean, yeah, I've just been, Spotify has been recommending me some decent stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: You've been sending me like some crazy Japanese rock. Yeah, stuff.
1: exactly. So it's kind of cool um that's another algorithm that runs our lives
0: but it's <laughs> that's cool. very true
1: it's hey they're doing a pretty good job yeah I can't complain
0: i mean if spotify makes an ai that recommends you better music they're doing something pretty awesome i think
1: yeah and it doesn't seem to be like just recommending popular stuff as well which yeah. is the worry with those kind of systems is that they just reinforce what's popular but yeah um as yeah for stuff that recently that's kind of been it i've been trying to re kind of explore my um old music that i have saved so going through some old stuff i've listened to revisiting old artists so yeah. um a lot of that kind of most of my old music's a lot of rap so um looking at like old aesop rock it's been really cool all right, uh, all right. some more tech nine
0: did you did you hear his newest uh, release the aesop rock
1: I did. I listened to it. I think once through. I'll have to play it some more.
0: Yeah, yeah. You got to work it a bit, but um, no. It's some pretty classics, and uh, you're you're one of those people um, that strangely has just found all this like amazing underground rap that no one <laughs> else has heard about, uh, which I I am always amazed at. So. Um,
1: you make it sound like I'm way in like the rap scene, which I'm not.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, um, you've given me two two of my favorite recommendations of deca and black keys that's b-l-a-q-u-e-k-e-y-z
1: i think he's just b keys now
0: is he he might just be b keys now. still
1: with the z but yeah. yes
0: um this is a great freaking fantastic album really, yeah i've enjoyed it so um i don't know where did, where did you find those recommendations
1: so i know black keys or b keys i found through um he features on a lot of john bellion songs Okay. John Bellion songs who is more popular kind of pop artist I would say is his genre but um yeah with a lot of like rap verses and stuff he'd put in he'd get um b keys on those which was really cool I think that they definitely go back but yeah looking into his solo work was definitely master key principles is like a uh, goat album <laughs> yeah yeah one of my uh, favorite rap albums yeah for I sure. love that album um
0: and i was yeah the other one i was curious about was Decca.
1: yeah Decca. that was i believe i had a friend in high school who introduced me to um probably like breadcrumbs or like yeah pr- i think it was like breadcrumbs like the music video yeah and i saw that and i'm like hey this music video is crazy like this is so cool and b this artist is nuts like the lyrics are so good I think he also introduced me to john bellion so You're it good. all comes from <laughs> the source <laughs> the
0: original friend with the wild uh, yeah exactly. wild recommendations it's funny how it travels like that because i recommend the deca to so many people now oh me too and everyone loves them yeah um let's be pe- i recommend less people be keys because it's just so sad the music's not on streaming anymore i know that and one the album. music
1: is also pretty sad
0: it is also pretty sad but i it's mean it's
1: a cool aspect yeah i love that like melancholy rap music like um kill bill the rapper does that rav does that as well i love those guys
0: there's a bit of an edge to it that i think is is missing in a lot of rap
1: it's almost like a bit of realness yeah yeah um that's not hung up in like um like playing the rap game or like beef or yeah yeah it's it's, drugs
0: people are so (laughs) caught up in the um like the the image of the whole rap culture, yeah exactly instead of just going about like what's going on with them personally i think that's a big difference
1: yeah and there's a there's a lot of artists who do that now so yeah rav and kill bill do that really well um <laughs> this is a wild one Lil darky does that a little darky i to like two of his songs <laughs> very edgy all right all right but yeah
0: i don't actually know if i've heard any Lil darky but
1: uh he's got some crazy music videos yeah as well all like right. animated ones which are cool I'll,
0: I'll have to uh check that out check out that recommendation <laughs> um it's it's definitely definitely cool to see some like real music out there like some actual expression i guess
1: i mean i don't want to knock on like yeah, I mean, Anything there's, there's some going super <laughs> well-made music that isn't
0: about that, don't get me exactly. wrong. But, but the uh, cool
1: stuff that goes under the radar. Yeah, totally.
0: So I, I think those are some cool recommendations I would mm-hmm. definitely recommend. Um, I, uh, a little bit on like, the whole music video thing, but this has to do more with like content consumption in general. Oh, yeah. I think that um, YouTube, TV, stuff like that can be a pretty big hindrance in like the modern lifestyle, especially with the whole like year and a half of doing nothing from covid
1: yeah youtube has like consumed my life and it's (laughs) awful
0: i I feel (laughs) kind of the same way i watch far far too much content and um it's 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 kind of strange (laughs) going back to the whole ai algorithm thing they've gotten really good at figuring out
1: a really good job (laughs) what people
0: like to watch um so i'm curious if you have anything that you do to like regulate yourself regulate your internet your distractibility to try and stay on top of work or like any strategies yeah. that work well for you to get stuff done
1: yeah so stuff that has worked well for me um getting like a release really
0: oh that was you <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <spells>. <laughs> there's a bit of a gel falling oh. wait uh technical difficulties let me let me just uh there's a bit of tape right there got a bit of extra asmr for you folks yeah
1: there. <laughs> crinkling paper <laughs> All right, sorry. You need the microphone with the ears on it.
0: Oh, yeah, See yeah, yeah, yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> we just put it right here.
1: ASMR. Like, yeah, we're podcast. both on one side of the audio.
0: Hey, Evan, I'm not even going to cap. I want to shoot an ASMR podcast.
1: That'd be bizarre. I definitely, I'm not going to say that I'm into ASMR, but that'd be interesting. <laughs> um, there's definitely a whole world of.
0: It's a can of worms. Yeah, it's very polarizing.
1: Exactly. It's, it's very polarizing. But
0: I don't know. I like ASMR. I, I I would huh. uh, I would I would use it to sleep sometimes because my brain doesn't do that.
1: Yeah, I think it it probably has a lot of like really useful applications and um, benefits to listening to it. I'm sure, but just not for me.
0: Yeah, totally. It's, it, it weirds most people out, and I respect it. But um, yeah,
1: what were we talking about?
0: We were talking about how do you, do you regulate oh yes regulate yes. your so, internet um, usage to be a productive human being. So when what you need I was
1: to. going to say is that. Having like a really solid sleep schedule is super helpful in general. I find that I end up using my phone or what the internet in general, social media, when I'm usually like out of sync with um, kind of with my sleep schedule or if I'm feeling like kind of tired or not up to something, especially in the morning and in the at nighttime, that's when I use it the most. So really like solidly getting out of bed at this time every day and trying to get be in bed by this time every night and like getting that the same even maybe through the weekends as well you can you can cut loose as well but yeah it's that's something that's been like probably the most effective for me um other stuff a lot of apps have like ways to regulate your usage sometimes just like Monitoring your usage will give you a bit of a like shell shock of like whoa that's that's a lot weekly screen time reports oh my
0: god (laughs) i got some pretty hefty ones every once in a while yeah like it's like mm, wonder where my week went i've been slipping (laughs) yeah but um no it's a good thing to monitor and that's actually not really what i was expecting you to answer with so uh that's a curious answer and i think you're very right i definitely fall into the trap of like Oh, it's only 11. I could watch YouTube videos for another four hours or something. Yeah. Or
1: like, oh, I'm in bed. I'm pretty much sleeping. Yeah. Let so me just pull out my phone. One more episode. One more video yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it really does. You do notice that or you notice the change when you stop doing that. It's like, yeah, I, that is not sleeping. <laughs> yeah. It's not an effective way of getting rest.
0: It's, it's, it's by no means sleep. Um, but
1: what, what were you thinking? was i thinking what were you thinking i was gonna say or like what strategies
0: i don't know just like um getting stressed when assignments come so like make, yeah make, get, having a reason to like get it all done or um, uh, using like a pomodoro method or something not just like sleep better i think that's a, a, a better way of looking at it
1: <laughs> i mean definitely like being stressed about assignments and stuff and um if you're in like a kind of Uh, not ideal mental state so if you're stressed anxious whatever it may be that will um contribute to whatever usage you have yeah that's very true it's different person by person so some people maybe if they're stressed they'll like be more on top of their uh their responsibilities but maybe for some people they just need to like an escape from it
0: yeah for sure um this ties into something that's like uh is this like arousal theory in psychology oh, okay idea of how like activated your nervous system is and for some people there's like a zone of optimal arousal that's mm-hmm. different for everyone so some people will perform the best when they're calm some people are really excited that's just like a personal thing yeah so no that's that's for sure do you, do you find that for you you get you have to be like really aroused not in yeah. the sexual <laughs> way but in the autonomic way to get things done like are you a uh, wait until it's a problem and then get it done or do you, do you find that it's been helpful for you to structure things out and plan things out
1: um if it's something i don't want to do <laughs> i usually i often wait until it becomes a problem one thing that definitely a main motivator for me is if there's someone relying on my work or relying on me for something, I'll be way more on top of it. So like group projects or um, meeting up with someone. Like this is one thing for me. Going to the gym is if I'm going with somebody, I'll pretty much always be there. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah. if I plan ahead, like oh, I'm gonna go tomorrow morning. <laughs> it might not. Ha- it might not happen.
0: Might not happen. It might be one of those morning YouTube. Uh...
1: Like, I hate letting other people down. I I'll see. let myself down all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, but letting someone else down yeah, is a bit harder. I feel
1: awful at doing that.
0: That's funny um, how we learn to value other people more in that way.
1: Well, I feel like I treat people the way I feel like I should treat myself. You know, like, you feel I like would you should treat yourself be treated this way, this way yeah, yeah. by people around me, so I'll treat them that way, but I won't do that, <laughs> extend that to, like, how I manage myself yeah which is it's hard
0: it is because i think that it's it's a good rule to live by as like treating yourself as someone you like or like are responsible for in a way
1: yeah it's like the reverse golden rule
0: yeah treat yourself how you would like others to treat you
1: or how you would like to treat others something like that
0: wait (laughs) how do we reverse the golden rule
1: (laughs) do unto thyself as you would do unto others yes something like that
0: I I like that. Actually, I I have a question about this. Sure. Um, Why, why is logic the math of reason?
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) That's what I was. I was literally in my head. I'm like, if we treat the golden rule as logical, whatever. How yeah, do we yeah, yeah. It? So
0: can can we logically can you explain logic a little bit? Can yeah. and so, how we could maybe deconstruct this rule?
1: Yeah. So this is something I learned in like my first year of university, and it was a combination of two different courses I was taking. I took a course in discrete mathematics, which is um. It's like math that's not calculus in a way. <laughs> so instead of looking at like these slopes and graphs, you look at um like how different numbers interact with each other. Um, there's tons of con- uh, concepts under it outside of just calculus that you do in high school, but um, in that we had a section on logic and how you can treat logical statements as these sort of mathematical terms and you can create equations with them and you can like replace stuff and do operations on the whole thing and like solve them, which is pretty cool. And then the other course I was taking was a philosophy course, where you actually use those concepts to write um, papers and to write papers that were like solid. So like there weren't like um, a lot of like counterpoints or counterarguments. You had to make sure you follow these logical um, rules to make sure that your argument was solid. Yeah. And so the combination of those two was really interesting to me because yeah, like you said logic is in my opinion the math of reason and i think reason is like the number one human trait in terms of progress and in terms of um just like anything positive yeah but there's yeah, usually yeah. reason behind it
0: that's true and everything everything from i guess technology the more modern things like the most crucial innovations, things like language which is really important there has to be reason behind it
1: yeah and even just the way we interact with each other
0: yeah you can't just, just act all crazy willy-nilly yeah you're never gonna get along with people
1: exactly it's if someone's being unreasonable it's one of the most frustrating things
0: <laughs> that's very true right
1: like think about when oh like you know when your boss is like being silly or like it's like what the what the hell are you guys doing why are you doing this it's so frustrating
0: it is especially when people won't see that they're being unreasonable like if there's something that's blatantly obvious to yeah. you but people just don't get it that's like all right i don't know so um what was i what was i going on about right i was i was actually quite curious um as to if we could deconstruct the golden rule i guess we kind of already did in a way
1: well okay let's let's do it so do unto others as As you would would have them do unto you yeah so we could say doing unto could maybe be like an uh an implication so like or it could be a um relation between two things so if i was a and you were b yeah i would do unto you would be like a to b a to b as you would do unto me so b to a yeah so you could kind of relate them in that way this isn't like literal logical things but this is another um this is in the field okay okay and so that's actually a really interesting thing because immediately what you get there is a um, bijection or like a two-way implication and so when you reverse it it's actually just itself Yeah, it's the same thing
0: uh, it would be like a plus b equals c or b plus a equals c
1: yeah it's pretty much if I am (laughs) this is so like abstract (laughs) this is a uh, we're losing people that's okay. Essentially, essentially, it could only exist, um, either going both ways or not at all.
0: It could only exist going both ways, but not all. Yeah, because.
1: So there's no. It doesn't make sense for me to treat you well and for you to not treat me well. Yeah. Or vice versa. It yeah. has to be mutual. So either we're both like not treating each other well, or we're both doing unto each other as, as we would.
0: Yeah, and well. I don't know. I, th- I think that's a great way to act in general. Golden rule is yeah, pretty valid.
1: It's a reasonable way to act. <laughs> it is, and
0: uh, very logical because uh, if, if you don't want it, people to treat you a certain way, or you don't, why would you? Wait, <laughs> I said too many words and it's, tried to listen to myself. It's the golden talk. rule. It it's makes golden sense. Rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, okay, okay. That's that's logic. I like logic. Um, would you, Would you ever consider? studying philosophy or anything like that more thoroughly or are you more into the whole I guess technological and mathematical side of it
1: so yeah I've taken um two philosophy courses as um at SFU you have to take two humanities courses so I took two philosophy courses and they've been like two of my most interesting like most enjoyable courses that has been the only time I've been like yeah let's write this paper Let's go. Like, this is going to be, I'm so excited to write this paper. I cannot relate. Yeah. Because (laughs) when you do like English or history or social studies, like any of those things, it's always, you're writing about something that happened and you're doing synthesis or analysis on it and you have to follow like really strict rules and it sucks. And it feels like everyone's done it before as well. Like you're not, you're never doing anything yeah. unique or interesting. You're, you're
0: basically reiterating what your teacher tells you at best and like trying yeah. to come up with your own idea that someone else has already come up with. Yeah, the And then you
1: get graded on like how well you're able to imitate like scholars, Yeah, which is lame. But where these philosophical papers that I've had to write, it's, you actually like look at a topic and... In one of these courses, we were looking at specifically current event, like current topics, so like stuff that's still being debated. And you have to analyze different um, papers that other philosophers have written and use that information to form your own opinion. And then from that opinion, you have to support it with arguments and with these logical rules and all that. But you're really just writing a super unstructured paper that's just about your opinion yeah which is like way more fun
0: do you get to do more kind of like stream of consciousness writing
1: for sure yeah a hundred percent oh it's
0: that for... sounds good why am i even in english right now
1: <laughs> i'd recommend trying a course i don't know how flexible your courses are um at lingara there
0: yeah i mean um i'll, I'll certainly but look into it but hopefully i'll just be able to do an sf exactly one in the future. yeah i was
1: gonna say when you transfer over yeah yeah
0: yeah look out 20 whatever i don't even know Actually, I don't even that, know what year <laughs> i don't even know um I, I looked into it and apparently they have a program to allow people in under special circumstances mm-hmm. um which would count as me because i have adhd So they would oh, basically okay. lower the admission and look at my profile instead which that's very kind of good
1: that's a reasonable thing to do anyways that's true
0: i've been floundering a little bit
1: yeah it's kind of like a topic of debate of whether or not like gpa admissions or any of that is even a useful way of determining how successful someone will be in university yeah that's fair cuz from what i've heard and this is um anecdotal yeah but it's apparently not even like a very good determiner of so like if you're successful in high school it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be successful in university yeah and that's the way they do it right now where they just look at your high school grades and your gpa pretty much and some more elite universities you have to write like papers and stuff which makes more sense
0: yeah they want to look at you as like a person and not as a number yeah like a you'd hope so
1: yeah but yeah i think sometimes they just go through so many uh applications that that's the way it ends up being done
0: that's true and i mean when you have like thousands of people applying in a, in a term it's hard to give everyone the attention they really deserve yeah
1: exactly it's a w- weird spot it's in
0: truly but um we're lucky here in bc to have really good like transfer programs um, yeah and i don't know I, hopefully hopefully it'll 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 pull through <laughs> it's exciting to be able to go to um to uni and like see the boys in in the campuses i don't know it's cool
1: yeah it'd be super cool having you up there yeah 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 of course
0: love to love to go and i mean my mom works there so i gotta (sighs) gotta make it up
1: you get the free tuition
0: truly what a
1: what a a what a flex sorry i don't know if we're allowed to swear on the podcast
0: you can say whatever you like evan (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute no um (laughs) uh yeah i don't know I, I i have no like regulations there's no one i can piss off because i don't have any sponsors or advertisers true so it's kind of just free for all right now
1: yeah
0: i mean i guess my mom's sponsoring me but she doesn't care i hope
1: <laughs> there's definitely a line
0: <laughs> that, yeah yeah there's a line there's, that shouldn't be crossed but i think that's fair a, no for sure in in, in the okay. cases of, of life um i don't know I'm, I'm just looking at my little my little book now and I, there's there's a, a few ways we could take this yeah um, but I don't know what well, we we're going about school. I think it'd be interesting to talk about, um, exercise a little bit.
1: Oh yeah. That'd be super. I,
0: I, I think, that. yeah. And I, I would love to start the discussion with kind of, I guess, how you find your ability to perform mentally as well as like, I guess, in in a more like goal oriented sense. Uh, how does that affect or how is that affected by your ability to be active, like go to the gym.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting relation there. Because it's the kind of thing where sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm super pumped up. I went to the gym. I feel good and I'm ready to do stuff. Sometimes it's, oh, I just worked out and I'm really tired and I don't want to lie down. <laughs> so it's hard to say if there's a direct connection. But one thing I will say is that if it's like having the gym being part of my routine and part of my habit, in general, I think I feel a lot better about myself and about just what I do and everything. Like when I'm active, which is hard to do, especially in computer science and it's a cold winter, it's all rainy and it's dark all the time. But when I'm active, I feel just like a lot better in general. I get better sleep and I think harder. I think uh... harder. (laughs)
0: That's a very important thing to do, you know. I think, yeah. I don't know, at, at least personally I find, like, a big correlation to it for for my mental well-being, just, like, feeling good in myself. Yeah. Um, I think it's an important thing to feel all right just, like, going about life. And um, uh, at, at least personally in my experience, I found that to be the one of the biggest things. It's just, like, how consistently I can move around and, like, kind of let loose in a way.
1: Yeah, and it's really fun, like, being able to do, like – more physically demanding things so like if i go climbing with you that's a lot of fun or going biking or it's cool to be able to try something new and have a decent amount of like success with it just be just because of um you're in like a decently fit state
0: yeah you got a good baseline
1: i know in high school like i was pretty out of shape i just had the main thing was i had terrible like stamina or like endurance, so like I couldn't run very much. Yeah. I get super tired. Um, I enjoyed like playing sports and stuff, but yeah, after um, actually like going to the gym and doing cardio and stuff, I feel in a way better spot about my ability to just like uh, live and be fit and exist.
0: Yeah, I feel there's there's a kind of baseline confidence that comes with that like if something were to happen or that you needed to help someone out that physically you'd be able to perform it. Exactly. I don't know. I think that's an interesting thing and something I'm always curious about because I, I, at least for me, it affects me a lot. So I'm curious as to how people manage that. Like, um, do you feel like you need to schedule it in? You need to schedule in going going out and doing things or can you function well just like slogging away for a few weeks?
1: Mm Mm-hmm yeah it's hard to say i think it's definitely like really good to have a r- routine same thing with the sleeping and whatnot um i think that's it, especially if you're working out you do want to have it kind of on a routine basis to get the best results and to not to risk like reduce risk of injury and fatigue and all that yeah you don't, you don't you, want to
0: just be going at it randomly. yeah I guess.
1: exactly um But yeah, I, I definitely need to like schedule them out and try and get like a set in like, okay, Monday at this time, Wednesday at this time, I'm always going. Because otherwise it just kind of slips away. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it's when you do that, you stop making it a choice and it's just kind of something that you do. Yeah. And then it's really easy.
1: Exactly. It's a good spot to have it in.
0: Yeah, that's a pro tip. Trying to reduce the number of choices you make.
1: Yeah. Decision fatigue is real. It's very real. It's That's hard. It is. It's hard to always be deciding everything. There's so many things you have to think about in the world
0: too much thinking
1: (laughs) to think brain hurt
0: yeah so no decide just do it Um, yeah no I've I've been trying to do that I've been really bad at it I keep making choices about things and it's it's unfortunate Mm
1: -hmm. building habits is so hard
0: that's very true did you ever read any of those like self-help habit books I have not (laughs) (laughs) classic well that's probably a good thing
1: there's yeah there's a lot of good info out there and there's a lot of just kind of like junk
0: yeah there's a lot of this will fix your life so buy it
1: yeah <laughs> the self-help industry is massively uh, over full
0: it, it, it really is but um it's bloated <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bloated it needs a, it needs a bigger belt
1: it needs a bit of trim is what it, need. it yeah. needs to hit the treadmill that's true. No, sorry, <laughs> but uh, no one needs to hit the treadmill.
0: No one needs to. Well, I mean, unless you're in like physical therapy and you gotta walk again. Yeah. In, in that case, I, I would recommend advising doing what your doctors advise.
1: <laughs> this is a weird. Uh,
0: <laughs> We've gone into a strange direction.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to backpedal here. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's let's backpedal a little bit. Um, <laughs> I I do have questions about like tools. I'm I'm really curious as to how um you you organize yourself do you have any like practices that help you stay on top of your life
1: so one thing that i have done before one method i've done is where this is one that's hard to keep i'll say that first off um but when i'm doing it it works where i really i keep like a spreadsheet and it will have each day of the week split up into like um time slots so like every hour or half hour or something where i'll kind of plan ahead what i want to do for that time and so it'll be like okay well midnight that's bedtime and then you know i'll get up at eight and i'll have breakfast and i'll I'll do like er like everything's on there pretty much um on one hand it's good to be able to go back and you put in the stuff that you actually did do during those times and you can see like okay i'm not good at keeping these habits or i i'm kind of letting this stuff slip um on the other hand it is hard to do that it is like the ultimate decision fatigue because you have to go through like every week and decide for like every time slot like what am i doing then and then when you get to that time, you actually have to, like, do it. Yeah. It's very hard to keep that, but it's something that um, has been, like, the most effective in, like, totally changing everything I do.
0: Yeah, just, like, being 100% on top of all of yeah. your... um, Literally everything you're going to do that day.
1: Which is... It's definitely, I mean, changing your whole uh, life habits at once is the opposite of what you want to be doing if you're building habits or uh, trying to achieve a goal, but it's an interesting thing to try because now i know like hey i've done that before where like i've been way on top of everything and it does feel good i'll yeah. say that much when you're doing it
0: but the, the question is how do you make it feel good for the rest of your life
1: it's not even like it's just you gotta put in more effort and that's something that's just in general you gotta put in effort to feel good about stuff and to have life go the way you want it to it's not just gonna coast by
0: that's very true which
1: is tough it's unfortunate it'd be nice if it did
0: yeah (laughs) i mean everyone in some aspect yeah i I feel like there's a part of everyone that just wants to kind of let go of what's been going on and um kind of coast it's it's nice to coast a little bit yeah but in moderation um, yeah in moderation it becomes a very like addictive lifestyle for a lot of people. It's easy yeah. to coast away a few years. So oh, yeah. it's good, to, good <laughs> to be on top of what you're doing. Good to be on top of yourself um, and, and make habits. Um, I've definitely done something similar. I had this agenda. I mean, I still have it. I should mm-hmm. use it um, with like every hour or every half hour or whatever. You can write yeah. down your tasks. So basically doing the same thing but not in an Excel spreadsheet. And um, when I did do it, felt on top of everything super on top of it and then i lost the habit of writing in my journal <laughs> i know and it it's so easy to let it slip away yeah 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 so um
1: i think um one of my new year's resolutions is gonna buy a, be to buy a calendar and actually like use it
0: that would be wild it's
1: it's something where i always lose track of events and stuff and then the even if i don't miss anything it's just kind of stressful like not being a hundred percent sure of when deadlines are and when i have plans and when someone's birthday is and all that yeah yeah it's so much nicer to have it on a calendar
0: that's true and And then you
1: just don't have to think about it
0: yeah you do like one big session every couple of weeks or once a month or whatever you make sure you know everything that's going down yeah big thing or even
1: just like yeah when you plan something just put it there yeah 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 and then when it comes like a week before or something it's like oh yeah that's coming up nice to know that now instead of like remembering the day before when i get an email about this assignment that's due yeah yeah yeah
0: you need to turn it into a little logical equation for your brain to run like when (laughs) when plan is made input xl sheet computer brain (laughs) turn it into a little logical math equation
1: a little computer instruction yeah yeah
0: yeah well um i don't know you're you're a bit of a wizard with the computer i uh for for those of you who don't know which i'm assuming is almost everybody i definitely have a computer brain yeah it's kind of wild um but he's 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 the person who i made the computer i'm using yep. um he saw it, helped me set it up threw new things in it and uh i don't know it's it's very impressive things go to where they're supposed to which was very different before when i was trying to wrangle it
1: yeah it feels nice to just have a solid piece of hardware
0: truly um but uh, as evan did say he's he does have a little bit of a computer brain so <laughs> just i'm, a I'm tiny bit. just i'm really curious as to um how you experience mental imagery
1: yeah so this is a this is the kind of thing where um i didn't realize that everyone else like mentally imaged stuff different than the way i do which is like not at all essentially if you close your eyes everyone follow along at home close your eyes and just imagine like um like a fire truck or something and you can like see it there right
0: yeah there's like an image of a fire truck
1: yeah so it's just a black (laughs) i i just see the back of my eyelids um i it's kind of weird because it's not really like a hindrance i can still think about stuff and i can somewhat image it by um this is (laughs) so the method I have is I can trace on this like black canvas I can trace the image out by like looking at a one point and like moving it around to like outline shapes and stuff um but then yeah that's about it (laughs) it. almost
0: completely (laughs) aphantasic I I believe that's the term yeah
1: so I think yeah you looked into it
0: yeah yeah I was curious about it um, because I remember you mentioning that to me a, a long time ago, and I'm kind of surprised. The other thing I learned about that was really interesting um, is there's people that don't have an inner monologue, so there's like okay. a lot of spirituality around it in yeah. some sense of like being enlightened or thoughtless uh, or whatever. See, see. But there are people that just don't have an inner monologue; like, we're just not born thinking things. So. <laughs> That's rude. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, though, I I saw this one YouTube video. I thought it was fascinating. This this lady was an incredible writer because words weren't, like, words that she would think. She wouldn't think out phrases, but, like, how they were, like, put it together logically through, like, the position of the words. It was, like, musical almost. It was wild. Yeah.
1: If you look at people who have, like, perfect pitch or whatever, like, they just think completely differently than everyone else and it's really incredible it's a blessing and a curse
0: yeah you're just wired differently yeah but, i mean most people are i feel like there's kind of a big They're normal that doesn't exist sense. yeah yeah It's a big normal that doesn't really exist but uh it is curious um the ex-
1: you can see the extremes yeah
0: yeah so i'm, I'm pop it. <laughs> as as an aphantasic person do you do you like get vivid dreams what is the dream experience like for you
1: um I go through like phases where I'll dream more. Like I'll have like for a span of two weeks, I'll have like a dream every night that I can somewhat remember in the morning. Um, And then I'll go through phases where I just don't really have any dreams or I don't remember them at all. Um, But honestly, it's interesting because when I dream, I do actually like mentally image stuff. So I can see things. It's like I'm somewhere, but I still know that it's a dream or I know that it isn't like, reality yeah so I kind of play out like a scenario in my head right in this dream scenario where I see things and I hear things and whatever but um yeah it's interesting it's I definitely can't close my eyes and like recreate any of that
0: huh and um uh, I guess you said it felt very like vivid in a way do you ever lucid dream
1: I don't think so. I ha- I feel like I have agency in my dreams, but I also feel like they kind of follow like the there's like a destined path that my dream is going to take and yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. kind of along for the li- you're ride You're going as for well. it,
0: but you're kind of there.
1: Yeah, like I don't feel like I'm locked into what's happening and so in a way it's really hard to say talking about dreams is difficult yeah that's fair it's hard to even just grasp onto the memories of them
0: it's an abstract concept and i don't think your brain likes to hold on to them all that much unless you have something that's like pretty shocking or yeah exactly totally ordinary yeah,
1: some crazy nightmare or something yeah or something. you're gonna remember it but exactly
0: if it's just like oh i had a dream that i did a thing that i usually do and woke well, yeah It's <laughs> yeah, not much to remember but it is curious i've always kind of wondered what the difference was and um i i i can't think of another person i've met that reports being aphantasic though i do feel (laughs) like it's very common for people to just have no idea and have it
1: i have i'm still second guessing myself if i'm even if it's even like weird i'm like this is just normal yeah i mean it's just normal
0: I, i think it's just like um it's normal to be within like spectrums for everything in a way yeah we're very like varied creatures so there's like this, this spectrum of imagery and yours is like an etch-a-sketch that's always being shaken and yeah some people's is like <laughs> hd vision <laughs> when their eyes closed yeah
1: you know. i literally had to read about it to like think wait a second this isn't normal like no <laughs> one ever talks about it it's just assumed to be the same for everybody yeah. it doesn't affect your life at all
0: that's very true well maybe it doesn't maybe it doesn't like maybe well, it's you're so hard to say yeah 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 because i feel like you're really good at um like thinking things through and kind of like processing in a sense yeah uh maybe someone who's super imaginative might be worse at that but better at something else
1: or is even like imagination or creativity or whatever is that even tied in yeah to, that's, uh, your ability to mentally image it's hard to say
0: it's yeah i don't i don't think there's any research out there on it
1: yeah there's definitely there's I would say there's definitely not conclusive research. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> By no means. By no means. Um yeah, that is a big thing too, is like creativity, thinking outside the box. It's um an interesting thing. Um but I don't know. Creativity is is, is one of those things that's hard to grasp.
1: Yeah, it's such a broad concept.
0: <laughs> Truly. Oh, it sounds like we got a uh a visitor. My mom's downstairs. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go tell her that we're recording, so Um, hiatus hiatus. yeah 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 one one second
1: we'll be back after these sponsored messages
0: sponsored messages from my only sponsor (laughs) 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 Uh, okay merci (laughs) uh (laughs) what did you know about that all right we're back
1: and we're back
0: <laughs> brief intermission had to tell my mom that we were recording an episode and she already <laughs> knew okay um i usually put a little like pamphlet downstairs like yeah a piece it's of you don't paper. have like
1: a door or like a trap door to help block the noise in the attic
0: yeah i was thinking of throwing a little blanket over that thing that yeah. might be a good idea but it's all gonna know.
1: move eventually
0: yeah 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 What's the plan it's moving into the basement very exciting <laughs> i know it's so exciting um anyway what we were talking about we we're talking about creativity being weird yeah creativity is pretty weird it is pretty weird um
1: one thing this is actually okay here's another thing with like something that i assume is pretty normal about like the way my brain works yeah. is i like to like do patterns of stuff so this is for example walking on the sidewalk I will like try and step on the sidewalk crack like an equal number of times with both my feet. Yeah. So I'll be walking, right foot on the crack. Okay, I'll try and get the left foot on the sidewalk crack next time.
0: (laughs) Just taking like slightly awkwardly big steps.
1: Yeah, like I try and get like a a rhythm going that's so...
0: So you you like finding the patterns in things.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um...
0: What are other things that you find patterns in?
1: (laughs) Another one is when I'm driving or when I'm, like, in the bus or something going along the road. um, Often I will – I play, like, a little game where I look at the road stripes and I try and, like, put my foot down for where it's a stripe and up for where it's not a stripe. So I'll be, like, kind of tapping my foot in rhythm with it. Or I'll do it where, like, I try and avoid the cars.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bus rhythm.
1: Is that – is that a thing
0: I, I do stuff like that quite often yeah
1: okay I, yeah, 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 so yeah maybe this isn't weird it's i don't know anymore
0: that's true <laughs> it's, it's hard for people to um to know what's weird or normal because yeah. everyone just kind of lives in their own little experience yeah exactly but yeah I, I used to do this thing all the time where i'd like imagine there was a little dude running on like the hillside or like the countryside oh, or yeah. like the traffic or whatever and like jump through it so <laughs> like visualize running through traffic yeah. basically but <laughs> at traffic speed <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know uh I, th- I think that's pretty pretty normal for for people to fix hey, it on things like that i think that's like
1: a real deeply big part of the human brain is that pattern recognition and yeah well some stuff?
0: some very like deep patterns like this is a face things yeah. like that or like this is a snake or something like we recognize things which i think is always interesting mm-hmm. i don't know we're, we're pretty wild wild little quitters, but um there's there's one one more thing i'd really like to dive into with you just kind of the the Bowen life, oh um, yeah. Uh, obviously, well, obviously, I don't think <laughs> most people probably don't know, but um, <laughs> for for people people that do know, Evan obviously he has been on Bowen. You did mention that, yeah. Um, been on Bowen for for a long time, and it's a beautiful spot.
1: It is beautiful. You have. I um, will give it that.
0: <laughs> an amazing house off um, a ways out into the island. Yeah a large property and lots of wildlife and a little lake and a trail nearby and it's 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 incredibly serene but it's also not like the big city definitely not <laughs> it's, it's as far removed as you can get from that
1: yeah we pretty much from um our house there you can't like see any other houses
0: yeah it's it's like secluded
1: it's like all forest everywhere
0: it's it's amazing we but do
1: have a decently nearby neighbor but yeah like one neighbor <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah and um um I don't know it's, it's just a very different lifestyle I'm curious as to how you think that's kind of affected you as like a young person um
1: yeah um it has been <laughs> it's been a bit tough yeah I will definitely say I don't want to I mean like I said Bowen very beautiful place but I don't think it's quite for me at least in this part of my life and in when I was in high school um just like being physically separated from Yeah, it's like, very isolated. All your friends and stuff is something that was had has been a um or was a big issue. Um so yeah, that's I think a lot of uh my social interaction now, like a lot of it is online. I have like I know people like all across the continent pretty much at this point, which is kind of an interesting experience that I don't think everyone has. Um, like, oh yeah, I know that some guys in Georgia that I like play games with all the time. I've never met them in person. Super tight. I don't really know what they look like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um
0: found found other ways to make friends in a way.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it's definitely it's been hard, like getting uh moving back to um so when I moved up to SFU and now more local. It's definitely hard getting to know people. Yeah. It's a skill that I feel like I'm missing
0: a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely a um a skill to meeting and like interacting with people. Yeah. And um I don't know, I guess especially when you spend a lot of time <laughs> not doing that, <laughs> um it becomes harder for sure. Um
1: Yeah, but I do like to think I think I do have like a pretty good appreciation of nature and of um that kind of lifestyle that i think a lot of people wouldn't have
0: yeah 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 you've lived so, you've lived kind of the kind of serenity of it in yeah a, for a long time
1: like i've come to appreciate it yeah but i just know that it isn't really for me
0: yeah or at least at this point obviously I, you want to like point, exactly. you want to study and have friends and go yeah. out and uh uh commit debauchery with people god only <laughs> knows but um it's, it's exciting to be like fucking 20 and doing whatever
1: yeah it's um there's definitely a lot of skills that come with that like a lot of practical quote unquote practical skills um but like chopping wood
0: man of the woods
1: yeah <laughs> like some more um building digging garden related skills yeah um some sort of just like navigation in a way
0: getting like around I think the I'm woods pretty good at yeah yeah
1: not getting super lost it's hard though <laughs> it's easy to get lost in the woods it's crazy
0: it's, it's it's it definitely doesn't take skills to get lost in the woods yeah. <laughs> but um uh, no it's it's really cool I'm, I'm curious as to what about Bowen you kind of enjoyed the most like if there was anything about it that you'd really put on like the highest pedestal like one yeah. day i'll go back to this for this reason uh-huh. is there anything about it that really like stands out to you
1: i think more recently like the last couple years living there and after um moving away like i still visit a lot but It's definitely, like, an appreciation for um, getting work done or, like, getting something physically done. So, like, like I said, like, chopping wood, um, digging something up, making a path or a trail or building something.
0: Yeah, setting up a new garden. And you
1: put some, like, real effort to it and you get a real tangible outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is something, especially, like, in school, you lack that a lot like you'll write like a assignment and it's not like something that's important in your life anymore it's gone
0: it's like you make this file that sends off to someone that you don't get to talk to about it that then you just never see again
1: yeah like it'll take effort but it won't change your life yeah you're
0: not gonna you're not gonna walk on your assignment to get to your front door
1: yeah exactly
0: but um no it's it's cool i i i love being able to visit your um your place on bowen it's always been like a really special place yeah to to be able to go um and i mean for me i spend so much or have spent most of my time growing up in the city so it's it is something special to be able to get out i guess it's all about like the moderation right
1: yeah it's um (laughs) it's definitely nice to go there to be there sometimes but when it's, like, 100% of the time is when it, be, it can be pretty tough.
0: Yeah, it's it's just a, a long ways out for sure. For sure. But um, I don't know. It's It, it, it kind of makes it more special, at least for the times that, like, I got to visit when you were there and stuff. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Oh, It's so it's awesome hanging out there.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so fun to go there. It's just tough
1: not having, like, people locally to do that with. Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's uh, kind of the, the small town life the thing everyone there is so nice
1: yeah it really is like a small town community
0: it's the suburbs suburbs
1: like it's one of those like everyone knows each other kind of everyone's really nice to each other kind of communities
0: yeah totally and you really see it when you go there yeah um
1: which is something that for like how close it is to the uh, greater vancouver area is something that you wouldn't really expect to find
0: yeah that's true in that range that's true. I would, I would honestly expect it to be like all the wealthier West Banners or whatever that just wanted to yeah. get like out of the mansions and into their own little woodsy paradise.
1: Yeah it's starting to turn to that a bit. I mean I think people are really starting to realize that it isn't that far from um, Vancouver or not as far as um, previously thought and with like the housing market in Vancouver being crazy it's just been a uh, pushing onto the bowen market has been just going nuts in terms of like prices and availability
0: have you noticed a big increase in the last like few years
1: yeah so like housing prices and um like the rate at which they're being purchased and being purchased like above asking and all that has been happening a lot recently
0: whoa um and i guess as a as a bowen bowener yourself how do a you bowenite. feel Bo- bowenite is that what you guys call yeah, yourselves i not even know bowener bowener but, Bo- <laughs> no um, God, <laughs> terrible. Islander. Islander. Yeah, I was being <laughs> being an islander. How do you feel about that? Like, are you excited to see more money and like more people go in, or do you like the little isolatedness, kind of small town vibe it's got?
1: Um. Well, as someone who knows a bit about the political landscape of the island, it is it's pretty tough on the island because you get a um, large population of people who kind of expect a lot of amenities who are maybe used to living like in other suburbs or downtowns or just areas with higher population. And those areas also have higher budgets. So it's really difficult to try and um, fulfill those needs or those wants that a lot of people have because there's just not – there's like – less than 5,000 people I think living on island and that's classified as like a town or something like it's it's a it's still like a small inside in population it's a small community yeah but I think um one thing that's kind of kept the um amenities up is the amount of tourism that happens like that's a massive market on Bowen is the tourism so we have like way more restaurants than you would normally expect a uh, town of that size to have.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying, um, and there's definitely quite a bit of people that will go just to like go for the day. Yeah, well, oh, day a day Bowen trip.
1: Exactly, it's a huge um, a huge amount of people who do that, especially yeah. in the summer
0: and i mean yeah it's such a fast ferry and everything it is a, a premium spot uh i, <laughs> I don't want to advertise it too much because it's a nice spot it, too many people will go and it won't be as nice anymore you know no don't say that nah, but uh your
1: tens of thousands of uh <laughs> listeners will flock there <laughs> <laughs> all 30 of you yeah <laughs> no but uh I mean, I recommend, it's a very nice spot to go. I definitely recommend having like a plan ahead Yes. because if you don't plan ahead, you're going to kind of run out of stuff to do. It's a good, definitely a really popular um, thing is just go for like a day hike. So you can go up like Mount Gardner, which is like a four or five hour hike, which is really nice. Um, there's a lot of smaller hikes as well. And then go to a restaurant, catch the ferry back in the evening. It's a nice like day trip
0: that's a good recommendation Yeah, I guess yeah I mean from my own experience <laughs> there is not that much to do it's an awesome place to <laughs> to, to cycle yeah it's an awesome it's, if you like hills yeah I mean if you're cycling you gotta love hills right
1: yeah in Vancouver
0: you, uh, yeah in Vancouver I mean there's probably some people out there that are like I only want to ride on a perfectly flat <laughs> loop
1: <laughs> but um, people have different experiences with uh, cycling
0: yeah exactly but at least I found it very enjoyable to bike with all the hills because there are a lot of hills. It's a very like a uh, roller coastery uh spot. Mhm. Very roller coastery spot. It's unfortunate there's no like actual high school on it.
1: Yeah, on one hand it's unfortunate, on the other hand it's nice that we get to go to the preppy West Van High Schools. Yeah. They're all, Like th- the school I went to was way too nice. Was it? It was a very nice school.
0: And how how could it be like too nice?
1: Um it was so like at the time it was like less than a thousand students like really modern architecture a lot of opportunities for extracurricular and like ap um courses lots of uh clubs and all that but really it was just a super nice building with a lot of um opportunities for stuff which you wouldn't have that if we had a bow in high school yeah that's very true it wouldn't exist yeah
0: not that much opportunity. So
1: it is a pain in the ass to uh, take an hour and a half of commute each direction every day. It's a long way. But I will say that I'm glad I went to that high school just for the like academic opportunities and um, extracurricular opportunities. Yeah. That I've gained from it.
0: Did you have any clubs you really liked?
1: Yeah. So I was. Um, it's in the jazz band. Which was fun. I did a bunch of advanced placement courses. So I did calculus, computer science, physics, which are like being able to succeed in those is really helpful going to the university. Um, and I was in the model UN.
0: The model UN.
1: Interesting. Um, I definitely, I'm not super like politically minded. But the fun thing about the model UN is when you go to the conferences that they hold, where like you get students from all different schools and stuff, even people like flying in or like bussing in, to these massive conferences. Um, what the way we do it is you'd go for like a weekend, and it'd pretty much be like all the people in the club who are going sharing a couple hotel rooms, and so in between like our big conference uh, times where we're all, you just kind of sit in like a massive room full of people, at least the conferences I was in. And you, you go up and you get to talk occasionally. You solve like fictional real world problems. So like, oh, there's some drug crisis in whatever country. It's like, oh, geez.
0: Istanbul <laughs> needs naloxone.
1: Yeah. Oh, we got to solve this. Um, but then the rest of the time you just get to hang out with <laughs> everyone else. We went to a, we would always do you just do stupid stuff, like go down to McDonald's at like midnight wearing our bathrobes.
0: Classic, the hotel robes.
1: Yeah, the hotel robes. Go buy one cheeseburger.
0: <laughs> just like a whole group of you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was just fun to do stuff like that, and I was glad. I'm glad I was able to do stuff like that because I really would have missed out. Yeah, otherwise,
0: that's, that's true. Get some trips in. Get some trips in. Did you did you ever travel anywhere for it, or was it at your school?
1: It was. The conferences the only ones I went to were ones in Vancouver. So local ones. Yeah, I no. I couldn't justify like going on a big trip or anything cuz I really wasn't into the Model
0: UN part of it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I guess some people were into it enough to like cross across like towns and oh, cities. Oh, for sure. For sure. Really really go for it. And I I respect that. That's like the reach for the top or whatever kids were doing when you do like uh, trivia. People travel all around to do trivia or like Oh sports. yeah,
1: exactly. That yeah. like top level of a uh...
0: Shout out to Iveson <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> smart. Well, I don't know how well he did at trivia, but he is smart. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. The the our high school team did really well. Oh nice. Um, but I don't know. You'll have to comment that if you're watching John.
1: Yeah, leave leave a comment
0: make <laughs> remember to like <laughs> comment and subscribe god i'm so bad at like the whole internet thing oh, i feel god. like you need to tell people what to do you
1: need a yeah you need thumbnails like <gasps> like a red arrow he said what yeah.
0: <laughs> i don't know well i've, I've been enjoying <laughs> making my thumbnails like silly pictures i have yeah They're, they've been fun but um, oh no for sure i think that's <laughs> the way to go no definitely definitely yeah. i probably have some pictures of you from like um halloween that are really good yeah, maybe like two Halloween's ago.
1: Yeah, that was a fun night. <laughs> that was a pretty wild
0: night. Yeah, with all the fireworks at Lord Nelson.
1: That was really cool. I'm sad we didn't get to do it this year. Yeah. yeah, we had a Halloween party.
0: Lots of Halloween. Lots fun. of fun. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Shout out to the to the Halloween party goers
1: at the Coombe Castle. <laughs> the Coombe <laughs> Castle.
0: It's pretty wild um, to shout for people who who want the background on the Coombe Castle name. <laughs> They, some some friends of mine are roommates at this place um not too far off of ubc and they wanted to be able to let people leave reviews on google maps because that's really important yeah um, <laughs> make sure you leave the Coombe castle a review but of course google wouldn't allow the cum castle <laughs> so that'd be insane <laughs> oh welcome to the cum castle so they called it the coom castle instead
1: which is very reasonable.
0: Yeah, it's
1: I'm, listed as a castle. This
0: is legitimately is listed part.
1: <laughs> as a castle.
0: <laughs> I love it, um, but I I always thought it was for the um, the Coomers MP4. That's,
1: what, <laughs> don't watch that. Please do. This uh, is like, <laughs> you turn people off. <laughs> it's very funny, but also just an awful video.
0: Yeah, it's terrible. But I do I do have to credit Evan for my knowing of its existence. <laughs> don't,
1: <laughs> don't tie me into this. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, Evan, you're being incriminated, <laughs> but no, it's, it's pretty silly. Um, that's a funny video. That's pretty terrible, but that's the background on the whole, um, castle, I guess, for those of you who didn't know, uh, most of you probably don't. I don't, I don't know. This is
1: like a weird tangent. <laughs> this is a very weird tangent. What are you talking tangent.
0: about, man? I don't know. I just wanted to explain to people why the Coon Castle was called the Coon Castle. Yeah. And, uh, also to please leave a review. Um, do you, do you know? What, do you know what time it is? Do we need? Do we need <laughs> it's to worry? To six. Oh, we should probably wrap this up pretty soon.
1: Yeah. Um. Is it becoming that time? It's.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. Um. Evan and I are off to go see a, uh some music. Yeah. Are we gonna or, go to a concert? Yeah.
1: Should take a. Oh, we got a picture there, and Ooh. put that as a thumbnail.
0: That's a good idea, actually. Maybe. I. We'll m- see what happens. Yeah, I might bring my camera. <laughs> I might not. <laughs> yeah. use a phone. Yeah, phone it's would a do it. It's a thumbnail image. No, but I like I like the fun portraits. I'll have to show you the pictures I got on my computer. Find some good ones. Anyway. Anyway, that's um, most of an episode. I just want to make sure I didn't forget to ask you any questions. Because yeah,
1: I think... Um, hmm,
0: I guess the only thing... Uh, oh, yeah, there is one thing I actually did want to talk to you about. For sure. I have one last question that I think is, is um, relevant. I'll try not to go too long because we don't have that much time. But I'd love to talk to you about games. Oh, I think, yeah. I think games are really cool. You're a bit of a video game master.
1: Uh, I'm a bit of a gamer.
0: <laughs> Evan is a little bit of a gamer.
1: That's definitely a big part of my life, especially with the um, online uh, – That's with the internet being my social circle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, video games are a big, like, connector between um, – it's a,
0: yeah it's a social activity so yeah. that's definitely a point I'd like to touch on but the other thing I see is like even when it's not video games something even like Magic the Gathering which we've been playing for mm-hmm. like more than a decade or uh or something like Settlers of Catan you really get like tuned in and yeah. think it through really deeply which I've always admired it's it's very I'm hard a, to, I'm a try hard very hard to beat this man at a game <laughs> struggle
1: that's yeah that's something in my brain that wants to do everything like really optimally
0: yeah so um,
1: there's the whole field of game theory which is like looking at strategy and um topics like that but through a sort of like analytic mathematical lens which is something i'm super interested in that's like one of my top interests that i wish i could explore more it's kind of hard to explore that uh yeah yeah that realm
0: i see Um, No, it is amazing. I'm wondering what, like, aspect of it, like, what is it about the game that's inherent to, like, the gameness that really tunes you into it, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I honestly think that, as I mentioned before, I got a computer brain, and really, like, how the underlying numbers and patterns and math and all that is um, represented through the game pieces is super interesting to me. Like you look at games like Settlers of Catan, where it's all about probability and maximizing your probability, and you want to plan out like your spread of resources and all this. Is like there's a lot of aspects in it that are really cool. All right. That like really speak to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can definitely see that. Um, I guess the other thing I'm curious about is like in that moment, like let's say you're in a really intense Catan game yeah. as it goes. Um, are you thinking like? Oh, if I do this move, this probability of this going my way or this won't are you gonna are you breaking it down like that, or does it feel more instinctive for you?
1: No, it's a hundred percent I'm breaking it down. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's I mean it's instinctive to break it down. <laughs> I like to it's I all the time I'm like doing risk reward kind of that's how my brain like analyzes stuff. And it isn't like the most applicable way of making decisions, but when it comes to playing games, it is very very accurate yeah, so yeah. like oh if i build here then i'll get x percentage of w- y resource but then if i build here this other thing will happen and um i like to think i'm good at uh making those decisions yeah weighing it all in and i definitely enjoy like those kind of scenarios so like really strategically challenging games um like the ones you mentioned I like puzzle games mm-hmm. i like uh I'm str- I, On another hand, there's the other side of the coin where games being like a social event or a way of interacting with friends and stuff a lot a lot in the way that like sports would be. Like yeah. if you have your friend group who all plays basketball or something. Well, I've got my friend group who all play video games. Yeah. <laughs> we all play whatever game. But I mean... that's like a massive part of it for me as well. I often find myself not playing games if i'm not playing with somebody yeah which is an interesting spot to be in
0: kind of like the gym
1: yeah it's less like the gym because i don't feel like i'm obligated to oh yeah 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 i guess it's not like i need to do it with someone otherwise i'm gonna not do it
0: but you want to and having someone else there really makes it
1: yeah that's the part that makes it enjoyable i see
0: It's, it's not necessarily the game but the experience of having it with someone else
1: yeah that's fair. It's enough. a shared experience.
0: Totally, and I mean, um, we do have our own little friend group that gets together with the Magic: The Gathering. Yeah, which has been amazing for these last many, many years.
1: Yeah, that's been going on for like
0: what grade four, grade five, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute, but um, no, it's 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 cool to see. And I mean, um, I I love I love seeing how like into it you get. I think it's really cool, and I admire it. Just okay. like. Um, uh i I can tell you really think it through yeah and it works like it works really well for you yeah um i mean at least in our circles i don't know how like uh world ranked you are at video (laughs) No,
1: (laughs) i'm not competitive when it comes to uh like trying to reach the highest plateau or whatever Yeah, yeah i like to do things optimally but i don't like to um i'm not like the person who will grind out like a thousand games to get like super experienced and top ranked Uh, yeah yeah that makes that doesn't make it enjoyable for me
0: yeah it's it's doing like as best as you can with yourself i guess yeah while
1: like still keeping it like social and fun and casual
0: that is a very different level of just like grinding your soul into it
1: yeah there are people (laughs) like that which is commendable it's hard yeah it like it's crazy when retrospectively it's like yeah i put in thousands of hours of my life into like becoming amazingly good at this game yeah it's that's a huge commitment
0: it's a big commitment so but some people it, it turns out really well for them and for others i don't know it's yeah a, it's an awesome uh social outlet it's good for good for a lot of things but i don't know i i feel like in a way it's a it's a drug like a lot of things it's all about how you use it yeah Definitely. It's
1: there's it's definitely addictive sometimes yeah t- i think that kind of limiting myself to doing it socially helps keep it from getting to that point
0: i see yeah it's like a being a social drinker
1: yeah exactly <laughs> unless i have like a super enabling like friend group then it's not really gonna get super out of control
0: i see but if you've got like 12 friends on discord that are like yeah, on 24 7 <laughs> it's gonna be really easy to play video games yeah cool well, that that was kind of the, the last point I yeah, wanted to no, touch I'm on. Yeah, i you brought that up, actually. Uh, yeah, I, I, would, I was hoping to touch on it more, but it seems to, like we have somewhere exciting to be. <laughs> Boo-hoo, yeah. got to go to a concert. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm really excited. Um, thanks for the offer, honestly. Um,
1: yeah, and thanks for having me on the pod. No worries, Chief. So this is really cool.
0: has been a lot of fun. I um, hope
1: this isn't too boring
0: Yeah, for I, listeners at home. I, I've been trying to, trying to stay on top of it, but... Um, I don't know. Some people will enjoy it. Like, I'm, I'm sure we'll have John yeah. Ibison or something getting <laughs> at least this far. <laughs> Cooper. Maybe one person. One person. <laughs> shout out to you, boys. We love shout you. Shout out. If you made I it all you. the way to
1: this point, huge shout out.
0: Huge shout out. Um, I guess the last thing, I'd love to give thank you to the people that have helped me Um, because I've received a lot of help. Yeah. I have my friend uh, Sam Mitchell. Thank you for theme music. Without you, I wouldn't have music. That's yeah, so awesome. I can't believe I even have music. I feel so Crazy. professional editing that in, in my... Uh, premiere, thank you, thank you to Noah for 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 letting me use your Premiere because otherwise I literally wouldn't be able to put this together. So thank you. Um, otherwise, a big shout out to my mom and dad. Uh, I exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Shout and, out to uh, the day ones. <laughs> the day ones. All the OG homies, of <laughs> course, and uh, my my buddy Reiner, who's helped me so much with uh, all the setup, the lighting, the audio. So yeah thank you all um thank you for listening if you made it this far and yeah uh, thank you yeah that'd <laughs> be kind of wild and i'm gonna try and edit in um one of the videos of us singing whatever i've saved oh my onto God. my computer <laughs> yeah <Sure thing. laughs> i think that'll be hilarious
1: be a fun outro
0: the best outro little secret uh, outro for the people that actually stuck it
1: exactly anyone who's listening has any questions put them in the comment section i'll come through and
0: yeah yeah I'll try please. and answer
1: anything that's down there
0: people have questions and uh make sure <laughs> make sure to, to like and subscribe sure <laughs> share this content if you enjoyed no, don't it don't leave stop <laughs> wait wait <laughs> uh and yeah thank you thanks so much for watching um, peace out well, I, I still don't know how to like youtube yeah it's like hard to not do like a
1: <laughs> rambling outro. Like, a, it really is